Good morning, my wonderful, beautiful people. This is Ashley Campbell with Daily Encouragement. By the time you hear this episode, it will be December 29th. Oh my gosh, I hope you guys had an awesome Christmas. Hope you had a good time just relaxing and reflecting, man. God, it's the end of the year, you guys. Um, I think it's really important that we do this because everything that the Lord has done for us in terms of everything that's happened this year, and I'm sure you guys have had tons of things that have happened this year, we gotta feed on God's faithfulness. Everything that you learned in 2021, you're going to have to take with you into 2022, period. That's just the way it goes. And you guys, be sure to join the podcast because January 2022, I'm going to be doing Revelation Revamp, and that's when I share with you guys the biggest insights that I've had years prior. So that's usually a really awesome time, and uh, really, I hope you guys will take the time to reflect on your life and the things that have happened with you in 2021 and the revelations that the Lord maybe wants you to carry with you into this next year. But anyway, we're going to talk about first John today. All right. We're going to be talking about what it means to walk in darkness. And this is something that, you know, we hear a lot about in the Christian community, but I think sometimes the way that we interpret things really puts a noose around our neck. Does that make sense? And sometimes it's our immaturity. It's like when we're children and children see things at a very surface level they don't always understand the deeper things, right? So it's the same thing like that in our relationship with the Lord. We don't always understand the deeper things. And I wanna just share with you guys things that I'm learning and realizing in the context of my relationship to help maybe bring you guys into that type of maturity into your relationship with the Lord. Because ultimately that's what the body of Christ is supposed to be doing. You know, if you guys read, I think it's Ephesians chapter four, it talks about how God has put people in certain positions to bring people up into the knowledge of Christ. So we can all kind of be in that unity and in the faith, right? We can all have the same expectation that God's going to do what he said he's going to do. Not everybody has that same expectation in the body of Christ because not everybody has that type of experience with the Lord, right? Um, It's like when you're born as a baby, you don't have any experiences. You don't have any beliefs. You are just at the mercy of your environment and you are shaped by that environment and the consistency of the people in your life, right? So when you're a brand new Christian and the Lord's showing up in your life, he's doing that because he's trying to build you. But anyway, we're not going to get into that right now, you guys. That could be a whole nother podcast. So this morning, actually, let me back up really, really quick. Let's pray. And then I'm going to share with you guys some revelation that I have this morning in First John talking about walking in darkness. So let's go ahead and pray. Uh, Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. Lord, I thank you that we can approach your approach you freely and that you give us insight and understanding in the context of our lives. You help us, Lord, unpack the burdens and the barriers that are getting in our way. You give us the ability, Lord, to walk in the light. You help us, Lord, to face the truth of our lives, the blame, the shame, the condemnation, the judgment, the fear, everything that would ever try to separate us from your love. You give us the grace and the love and the authority and the mercy and every, every good thing that we could possibly need to be able to integrate all of who you are into our lives, God, so we can walk in this life victoriously, Lord. We don't have to live bound by those things because of what you've done. So Jesus, I just pray you guide in this conversation. Give us greater and greater insight and greater, I guess you would say, anticipation and a hunger to walk in the light of the truth so we can have the freedom that you've promised us. You say the truth will set us free. You've come to give us life and we have it abundantly, Lord. I, I pray that we would be the generation or the remnant of, of God's people that would live that out lord there's been so many people that have just kind of time has come and gone their time has passed and we know lord that the the world and the earth is waiting for the children of god to be revealed so let that be found in us jesus so i just pray god direct this conversation 
Thank you, Lord, for this time. Bless every single person listening to this and who will listen to the podcast. And I just pray, Lord, that the things you share with me will bless their lives and they will walk in their God-given authority and purpose and be able to face the truth of their lives without blame, shame, and condemnation. They will be able to use the truth of their life as a, a, a place to stand, especially because you're with them. We love you, Lord. We thank you. And we just pray all these things in Jesus' name. So I was in First John this morning, you guys, and... I, was, I started off in chapter two first, and it was just talking about how we don't need anybody to teach us, right? And, you know, you, but you have an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things. I have not written to you because you do not know the truth, but because you know it, and that no lie, and and that no lie is of the truth. So I was like, you know what, Lord, I'm just going to read the whole first John in its context. Read, you know, very beginning to the end. So I started in 1 John chapter 1, and I just want to share some things with you guys that came to my mind this morning as I was reading this. It says, I'm just going to read some verses to you guys, so be patient, all right? It says, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and our hands have handled concerning the word of life. The life was manifested and we have seen and we bear witness and declare to you that eternal life, which was with the Father and was manifested to us, that which we have seen and heard, we declare to you that you also may have fellowship with us and true, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And these things we write to you that your joy may be full. Okay, I'm almost done, you guys, so just bear with me. This is the message of which we have heard from him and declare to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have, if, if we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So I just want to highlight some things that were in this scripture this morning that I think is really, really important. Okay. Now, most of the time when people interpret this scripture, right, let's, let's read it one more time. This, this is a pretty popular one in the Christian community. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. A lot of times when people think about or talk about walking in darkness, it's always the action of it, right? It's always what someone's doing. And that is relevant, right? P people are defined by their behaviors, not who cares what somebody says, right? What you do at the end of the day and what you habitually practice in your life, that's really who you are, right? And so I get that to a degree, but I think if we look at this a little bit deeper, we can understand that we can all fall into this if we're not aware of the things that the Lord brought up in the beginning of this. So check this out. It says, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard. Okay. Do you guys understand how important it is to pay attention to how you hear? Do you guys remember the, the parable of, what is it? Um, I think it's in Matthew the parable of the sower. The Lord talks about this quite a bit in the Gospels, okay? Um, each, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. And he tells the disciples, be careful how you hear. Do you guys understand how much you hear impacts your life, right? You hear something and how you interpret it. It's like you're having a conversation with somebody, right? And have you ever been talking to somebody and then all of a sudden there's like a rift in communication? Some person, they hear what you're saying. They like hear your words, but they don't understand what you mean. And we can do another podcast talking about that sometime. You know, the, that whole communication thing. But how we hear is the foundation to the actions and the decisions that we make every single day. Okay? So 
you know, when, when you're talking to somebody, you know, again, the conflict comes when you hear what they're saying, but you're not hearing what they actually mean. You, you guys get what I mean? So in first John, it goes what we've heard, right? And Jesus already said, be careful how you hear, because how you hear is going to determine the fruit of your life. Why do you think he said that with the parable of the sower, right? Be careful how you hear. They heard the word, right? In all four of those scenarios, they all heard it, but they had a different result, right? So number one, that's what we have to really realize is when we talk about walking in darkness, you have to go all the way back to the foundation of how are you hearing, right? Because that how you hear is going to determine the filters that you run information through and then the fruit as a result of how you're hearing, right? So how you hear. All right. And so, like I said, that parable kind of popped up. Then, you know, how are, how are you responding to what you've heard? Right? Every Everything that we do hinges on how we hear, right? And then how you hear something and how you interpret that de de determines the actions that you take, right? And then those actions can be discerned as darkness or light. But it all depends, again, stemming on how you are processing a situation. All right? How are you responding to what you've heard? So I just want to share this thought with you guys really quick. Is it just... Is it just not doing bad things in action, right? Walking in darkness? Is it just that? Or not confessing the things in life where you know you don't believe God, right? Are you able to, you know, is it just the action of, oh, you know, not walking in darkness? Or is it more have to do with the, the, the thought process that you have, the way you see things that have to be confessed at times, right? Because we don't do anything to get salvation right? We receive. And that receiving comes from our confession of needing what Jesus Christ offers us, right? Which is forgiveness, love, mercy, truth, right? Truth is, is reality. Truth is light, right? And so the Lord gives us the ability to bring things to the light. And then as you bring things to the light, even if it's, you know, darkness, you become light. You get what I'm saying? So how we hear how we respond to how we hear is all going to determine our actions in terms of how we discern what, what darkness is and what light is in our life. And so I think for, for the way we have to look at this scripture is not so much of not just what we're doing, but what are we not confessing? Because that's all we're doing at the end of the day, right? We're not doing necessarily anything, but we live by a confession, right? You know, especially in Christ, confessing to know him. Well, there's going to be certain actions that pertain to that, right? But um, sorry, guys, some stupid things messing up on my, on my phone, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just not doing, but is it just confessing, you know? And, and it's interesting. It's interesting because as you go into John chapter two, he tells us, he goes, the things I write to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, you have an advocate with the father, Jesus Christ. He himself is the appropriation for our sins and not for ours, but for the whole world. The only way you can truly not walk in the darkness is no what you have in Christ. How many people won't confess certain things or bring things to the light because they don't know how to get out of blame, shame, con condemnation, or judgment or fear, right? They're afraid to bring them whole selves into a relationship because they don't know the consequences of it, right? So a lot of people walk in darkness. They don't confess certain things, right? They're not honest about certain things because of the reactions that can, they can get from people outside of them in terms of, okay, if I confess, right? If I, if I confess, you know, that the things that are, are considered darkness, right? What's going to happen? What's going to be the consequence of that? And because a lot of us, you know, 
Our, all, all the experiences that we've had in life, you guys, they, they've shaped every filter you have in your mind as far as your perception and how you look at things, right? And so you got to be willing to, again, it all goes back to how you hear. But, uh, you know, and here's the other thing. If Christ is light and he is, he is eternal life, again, what is eternal life? He already said in John 17, it's knowing him. What is light? Light is truth. And the, and the beautiful thing about having a relationship with Christ is he gives you the ability to accept the truth in the context of your life. You can confess your sins to Christ. You can actually, you should be in an environment where you can confess your sins to your brothers and sisters, right? A life, that's all our life is ever going to be. And that's going to be our authority. And what we can stand upon is your ability to confess, um, you know, areas of your life where you're struggling. Because we're human beings, we're growing and we're developing, right? We're never going to be to a place where we've got everything so-called figured out because we're going to go through different experiences in life. We're going to meet different people. There's going to be different things that are going to happen. And you have no control over how people treat you and respond to you, different circumstances that happen in the world. And, uh, you know, sometimes if we have lack of information, we can make decisions. And sometimes our decisions don't work because they're based on lack of truth. Again, because the lack of information that we have to make a good decision. And so, you know, it's more about let's, let's, let's ask ourselves, are we able to confess these things in our life, right? Bring things to light so we can truly walk in the light. Cause that's all we, that's all we're doing. Right. And so. Um, that's all I have for you guys today. I just, I just wanted to bring that up. You know, the, the message that you've heard from him and declared to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. So how, you know, and how did you come in relationship with Christ? Faith comes through hearing, right? You heard about God and what he's come to offer you and you believed that and it formed your expectation, right? That's what faith is. Faith is an expectation of good happening in your life. Why do you think people always make jokes that even people of the world have faith? Because faith is just what you're expecting in life, right? That's your expectation. That is your faith. And so when you heard about Jesus Christ and what he's come to offer, right? You made a decision on how you heard that, how you were going to integrate that into your life, how you were going to put that into practice, right? And now, depending on where you're at in your life, maybe you have a fruitful relationship with the Lord. Maybe you don't. And if you don't have a fruitful relationship with the Lord, this is the beauty of the whole thing, right? If you know you're struggling, he's the light. You can bring all things to the light. You know what I mean? He's come to forgive us. He's come to restore us. There should, there, a, a condemned Christian is oxymoron. There should be no condemned Christians, right? If we're condemned, we haven't really come to the full knowledge of who he is and what he's come to do in our lives, right? And so if we're really going to walk in the light, all we have to do is walk in our ability just to be real with ourselves, confess where we're at, right? And and continue to let God build us up into that degree. So anyway, you guys, oh, and here's the other thing too, you know, believing God is going to result in fruitfulness. And believing God is not just about, okay, Lord, I believe it. It's about you just acknowledging where you're at and what you need in your life and being honest with that before the Lord, you know? Because if you think about it, yeah, all right, I'll be out in just a second, Aaliyah. Oh, she just knocked that, banged that thought right out of my head as she came to the door. But fruitfulness in God, that is his will for our lives, that we would bear fruit, right? We read about it. However, we're not always bearing fruit in every area of our life. Some of us are struggling in different areas. Some people are struggling in their relationships. 
Some people are struggling in their career. Some people are struggling in their health. Some people are struggling in their finances. Some people are struggling in their mental and emotional health, right? We have to be able to take Christianity and we have to be able to put meat on the bone in every area of life because that's God's will, is that we would literally live him out in every area of our lives. And so in order for us to do that, we have to be able to acknowledge where we're not fruitful in our life, right? And that's where the whole thing of 1 John comes in, you know, as far as are we walking in darkness where we're just going to hide the things that we know are keeping us stuck, you know, the burdens, the shame, the condemnation, the blame, you know, and that's the whole point of us looking at First uh, John chapter 2, remembering what he's done. Why do you think Jesus Christ said, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no part of me? You guys know what that means? It means you're literally supposed to feed off the revelation that Jesus Christ has given to you every single day. And when you realize you're not, right, when when, when you're not uh, living up to, you know, whatever you think you need to be living up to, that you remember his forgiveness. He's always going to forgive you so you can live out the words that he's spoken to you. Because ultimately, that's going to be the one thing that's going to carry you through your life. He says, my words will never pass away. And so we have to be able to um, live off of that every day. He expects that. Man doesn't live on bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God, right? And so anyway, you guys, um, if you are struggling in your life and your relationship with the Lord right now, let's just say not even just your relationship with the Lord. You are a human being and there's many areas in your life right now, right? You have, again, relationships. You maybe have marriage. Maybe you have kids. Maybe you have a career. Maybe you have a job. Maybe you have education you're pursuing. Maybe you have finances that you're trying to build. Maybe you have health that you're trying to work on. All of those areas are going to require a level of truth so you can actually grow in those areas of your life. But if you are not able to do that and bring things to the light and confess where you're struggling, you're always going to stay stuck. Always. Right? And the whole point of your relationship with Christ is that you would bear fruit. But you got to acknowledge where you're not bearing fruit. And that's where a lot of Christians get stuck. They get stuck in the blame, shame, condemnation because, you know... Uh, you get around certain communities. Have you guys ever been around Christians who hide behind the word of God? They hide behind it. You don't like really know who they are. They know it, but you don't know the, the shame hole God pulled them out of. You guys, when you read about Paul, he never held back about where he was and where he came from. He never denied he was a Pharisee and was killing Christians and doing all this kind of stuff. But for some reason, we've got a group of people now where you don't know where they came from. You don't know where their life has been. They just sort of hide behind this. I got to look good in front of people instead of just like being real, right? Like being a living epistle in the way of this is where I was and this is where I'm at by God's love and grace and his ability to love me in those places where I didn't love myself, maybe where I didn't get love from other people, right? Those things that you might help, uh, be ashamed of and you hold yourself in hostage from, right? That's the whole point of God's, of everything that the Lord has ever done for us. His grace, his love, his mercy, his truth. He gives us the ability to walk in the truth, you know, to face ourselves. And, and then this is what he does, right? Once you are ready to expose the darkness in you through recognizing areas of your life where you're not bearing fruit, you're not fruitful, you feel stuck, you feel trapped. That area right there is where God's going to meet you at. He is going to give you a revelation. He's going to give you another thought perspective. Okay. If you ask him, Lord, why am I stuck? What's going on? How am I looking at this? How am I hearing a situation? How am I interpreting the things around me? Right? If you're having relationship problems, let me give you a really quick tip. If you're married and you're struggling to communicate with your spouse, right? Oh, they never hear me. Maybe just ask them, 
What did you mean by that? Maybe instead of us living by you or me, right? Living by our assumptions that we can have of people at times, right? Maybe it's time to just ask the question, what did you mean by that? So I challenge anybody today who is struggling in an area of relationship, instead of living in your frustration and thinking that, oh, you know, sometimes you guys, the reason that we don't change something is because we think we're right and we can get like prideful. You know what I mean? But what if, wait, what if the way you are seeing things is not right? What if you don't have all the information? What if you've never asked the question? How much of what you believe is really established in evidence, right? Now, we know by people's behavior at times, you know, and that's, that's a whole nother conversation. But if you're not communicating with that person and asking questions, right, um, then, you know, sometimes the conclusions that we make can be faulty, right? So the point is, is make sure that the information that you're integrating and living by is actually established in reality, right? And not just your assumptions and your kind of, you know, way you think things should be or your opinions or whatever, right? But is it actual truth? And the Lord gives us the ability to do that. And sometimes truth is hard. Truth is hard because, you know, we are emotional beings. God gave us our emotions. And when we get exposed, we do feel ashamed at times like Adam did. When you realize that you're not living by the right knowledge, that's going to get you the results you want, right? Think about why did, why did Adam hide from God? Because he took, he had the knowledge of God and he exchanged it for the knowledge of the serpent. That's the only problem we're ever going to have is living in our own knowledge or, you know, or or actually putting ourselves underneath the knowledge of God. Like, okay, Lord, my knowledge is not serving me. What do you say about this situation? How can you give me new knowledge so I can have new results in my life? Sometimes we don't even realize that all the crap we believe is really just the knowledge of the serpent in our lives. And then we wonder why we're not getting good results. You wonder why you're stuck in fear, shame, condemnation, blame, judgment. It's because the knowledge that you're integrating into your life is not truth, right? Truth will set you free and truth produces fruitfulness. And in the kingdom of heaven, right? If you are literally integrating the words that Christ has put in your life, those words are going to take you into the next one. You guys know that you are literally being prepared for your next job or your next assignment right now. When you think about it, whatever responsibilities the Lord's going to give you down the road, it's all hinging on what you're doing right now. So, it's really, really important that we take inventory of our lives and ask ourselves, am I, how am I establishing my life? Is it established on truth? And here's another test you can do on your life. If you want to know your life is, is established in truth, let it be tested. Let your arguments that you live by be tested. And if you don't want them to be tested, if you're trying to hide like certain, um, you know, I'm going to say media outlets, right? Certain information that just gets censored. Do you guys understand why that happens? Because what they're saying is not true. They don't want it to be tested, right? No, nobody wants, and somebody who's insecure is not going to let their argument be tested. So let your arguments be tested. Let your perceptions be tested. Do that by challenging yourself. Is this true? Where did I get this information from? How do I know this is true? Right? And if you come to that place where you're realizing that, hmm, maybe I'm wrong. Boom. That's the whole point of Christ coming. He's going to forgive you for that. He's going to forgive you. And this is a lifelong process, you guys, because we're human beings. We don't know everything. We're not all knowing. We have to humble ourselves and we have to um, be able to acknowledge when we've made decisions and had thoughts and took took actions that were based upon half-truths, right? So anyway, you guys, 
this has been a really long podcast. I hope you guys have an awesome, awesome rest of the day and a happy new year. Um, you guys, thank you for listening. Be sure to tune in, uh, you know, January 2022. And, you know, I'm going to be sharing with you guys Revelation revamp. So that's going to be really awesome. So anyway, you guys have an awesome rest of the day. Thank you for listening. And I will talk to you next year. Thank you.